welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Hey, detailers, this is Marshall. DJ and I wanted to reach out and tell everybody thank you. Thank you so much for everybody that came by the booth at Mobile Tech. Thank you for everybody that came out to the community event. Thank you for just fucking having a badass time. Like, that was super fun. Could not have imagined a better way to spend Mobile Tech Expo Orlando 2020. So hopefully you get some value out of these episodes. Hopefully you get some chuckles. Hopefully you like them. And if you do, would you be so kind? To go give us a review. Give us a rating. Hey, you know, if you like what you listen to, we'd be very grateful. Either way, hope you make it a great day. All right, welcome to episode number two of Mobile Tech Expo 1.5. Orlando. 1.5? <laughs> yeah, the first one. Oh, it wasn't good? We're going to do, redo it, so this is technically two, yeah. You're oh, right. we're going to redo it? We're on two. Oh. But yes, we will be redoing it. Oh. Anyways, okay. carry on. Carry on. <laughs> carry on, oh wayward son. What was that song? Carry on. I'm too young to know that. Why are you looking at me? Because you're older than <laughs> I, I am. Because you're old like me, I think, yeah. aren't you? I don't know. I mean, the voice sounds familiar over there. Uh, who can guess it? Oh. One, two, three, go. Who guessed it right? I don't know. Raise your hand. Keep your hand on the wheel if you're driving. (laughs) (laughs) If you're driving, we need both hands up so we can see you. (laughs) So my first mobile tech uh, experience was four years ago. Is that when I I popped your cherry? Yeah, I think so. And um, you wanted me to come out wanted me to meet certain guys and there was somebody very particular that you really wanted to hang out with and we you wanted me to meet and we're like hey we're gonna go meet my buddy and we're gonna go grab some food we start driving around and really the only thing that we found was freaking hooters (laughs) is that it can't go wrong with hooters (laughs) i mean i guess so you walk in and you can't go wrong with hooters if you're sitting at the bar I remember the bartender, and I remember going, holy shit, we're in Orlando. This is my kind of place. Oh, my word. And we go sit down at a table, and we had the absolute worst service. I think at some times we even got up and filled our own drinks. We even got our own silverware at some time. Like, the absolute worst service, and I think the wings were even pretty bad. Like, it was just an overall bad restaurant. Uh, but I had the I'm sure they appreciate to, your re- Yelp yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, your <laughs> podcast review. Can we find that address? <laughs> can we tag like, them in this somehow? Yeah. Will they, they get it? Uh, but uh, uh, DJ, I'm really grateful for uh, introducing uh, me to Rob. It's been pretty cool to see uh, his growth yeah. and what he's been doing. But well, why don't you introduce him? You know, how did you guys meet? I think there was a little bit of a special connection. We uh, might even call that from HD Look, calls it a, a love tug. I think maybe there a was love a love tug. tug. I don't know. I, uh, I had a crush on Rob for a long time. <laughs> now, when I first started, I looked up to people that were doing what I wanted to be and wanted to do and where I wanted to be in business. And uh, Rob was definitely one of those. Had multiple, multiple uh, units on the road up in Baltimore, uh, Maryland, right? 
And uh, I just, you know, picked his brain quite a bit. He took a lot of time to, to kind of help me through and talk me through the different things and detailing and just took time. And for someone like that, it's, uh, it's that busy, it has that much going on, it meant a lot. Uh, so I kind of followed your journey and so forth. And uh, I think you reached out one year and said, hey, you need to get on the board of the IDA. And I'm like, mm, nah, not good, thanks though. <laughs> and the second year, hey, someone dropped off, want to come on? I'm like, you know what? My business is at a good place right now. I'm not doing too much, so yeah, why not? And uh, probably one of the best decisions I've ever made. It's been great to be able to uh, be uh, involved with the idea at the level that I'm in now, and uh, Mr. President, kind of help push the <laughs> kind of help push the uh, industry forward. So, following in your footsteps, yes, with uh, my presidency this year, um, yeah, I hope to make the IDA proud. So, yep. it's been incredible, and I appreciate your mentorship and all you've done for the industry. And I think you're rolling off the board this year, which is uh, yeah. sucks. Yeah. Hopefully Put in still, my time. Hopefully you'll still make it out to these events, right? Yeah, I'll still come. Yeah, right. I gotta see my friends. <laughs> so give us a little background, Rob. I know you've been on before, but you know, we always like people to tell their story, let people know who you are because somebody might not have heard your story before. So, you know, we'd love to know, you know, I we call it an American right, there's American dream, right? There's always this American dream that somebody could either come to the States or, you know, start from nothing and, and build up. We call you the American detailer's dream. Call him the silent giant. <laughs> okay, you call, okay. Let me rephrase that. I call you, uh, DJ has something quiet he likes to talk about with right. you, apparently. He's whispered in my ear. And, uh, you know, coming from where you started, how long it took you, and, you know, the way you've grown is, it literally is a dream for so many people. Yeah. So, you know, give us some background really dive into the early years of, of the grind and people walking on your back. <laughs> yeah. So I started in 2004, um, just a raggedy truck, a thousand dollar truck that I bought with a loan off of a credit card and, and just got started. No real training, no real background in it. I just I had worked a job that had done it for a little bit. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to give this a shot and give it a go. And you know, as all detailers know, when you first start out, you don't really make enough money to live. You know, there's, there's just not enough there. So I used to bartend and wait tables at night. So I would spend my days getting up at nine, going to detail all day, getting off at five or six, going to bartend until two or three in the morning, and then um, using the bartending money to live and pay my bills. And Did you have a favorite drink that you made? Um, you know, so at that time was when Van Gogh Espresso Vodka came out, and everybody was drinking that at the bar for whatever espresso reason. Espresso Vodka. Yeah, you never know. It's like, like espresso what? and vodka. But I've never heard of it. If you're taking shots at one or two in the morning of that, uh, and and now I'm up all night. So I would also come home, be home at three, and not really be able to go back to bed because I was so amped up on this Van Gogh Espresso Vodka. On sale now at your local store. <laughs> but so, what about uh, what about like a favorite mixed drink? Like, what do you have any cool concoctions that you know how to make? Um, I used to make dirty bong waters. All dirty the time. bong waters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nice. So, bong. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh, yeah. So you'd put um, blue curacao and chambord and and vodka and stuff, and it would turn this like ugly brown color. The bong water. It, it looked like bong water, yeah, but it tasted I, I delicious. It was, like. it was like pineapple juice. <laughs> We used to do gravity bongs in the bathtub back in, uh, in college, like when I went to community college. But we had our bathtub, which is full of water. We had a freaking two liter of sliced off, and you freaking light it, and you pull it up, and all that from the water, and it just like this mat. I mean, you're literally high all day. I mean, yeah, good old good times. Good so times. you, I remember you saying that at one time. Oh, okay, so say that again. You fill up the bathtub you, with the water. Yeah. 
You slice That's the ironic. Of the off. How much water did you use to fill up your bathtub? We never rechanged <laughs> it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> we're conserving. How many, how many gallons did you save by yeah. doing that? It doesn't matter. Were you washing cars later? And I was, you know, what I was were you doing? Actually, I was. I think I was working for you at the car wash. Probably. Actually. I was. Probably. I was working for you. Uh, but you slice the bottom off and you stick it down in there. You fix the, you know, rig the cap up to where you got you got your weed in there. You know, got your foil. Put your holes in there. Put your weed, and then you just light it. And you pull, and it just pulls all the smoke in the two liter, and then you just go down, and you, it, all the smoke goes in. You know? Wow. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, it hurts. And you're coughing you for coughed a good a bit? 20, 30 minutes. And then, but oh, a full 30 minutes? Oh, yeah. And then you're good. The rest Do you last the, that long? I can go 30 minutes. You can? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. That's good. So, that's What'd you my, take? What'd I take? Uh... <laughs> Probably some sativa. I don't know Extends what it was. from the gas station. <laughs> Dude, I found some crazy stuff in people's cars recently. <laughs> All right, so your favorite one is called uh, Dirty Bong Water. But so you're you're pouring drinks all night. You're scrambling during the day. Yeah, come Are you home. taking something to stay awake? Like, what are you? No, <laughs> not really. Yeah. What are you taking? Express vodka. <laughs> song requests. <laughs> no, there's there's no song requests. <laughs> no song requests today. So, yeah, I'd come home, and, and I did that for a couple of years before I got some staff. And then, you know, I remember my fifth year mark was, was my celebration that I didn't have to have a night job or a winter job anymore. I, could, I was making enough that I was okay to not have to have a second job. And that really kind of changed things, you know, that it, I wasn't killing myself 24 hours a day. Because if I look back at it now, luckily I was 24 at the time. I could never have that lifestyle now, like, you know, with family and kids and stuff like that. It just doesn't work. So I'm glad that I was able to get that out of the way and build the foundations of the business to kind of grow from there and put in my time early so that now that I have a family, I'm not required to work as much. Well, and um, your first guy, I know we talked a little bit, uh, your first couple people were... uh Whoever you could find, some yeah. of them might have been on the couch. Some friends, yeah. <laughs> some I told you them. a story one time. The guy called out. He was laying on my couch, and he's like, "I gotta work on your couch." <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not gonna make it today. Get your ass out of my house. <laughs> That's pretty know, much right? what I said. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, "Come on." <laughs> That's too funny. Um, all right, so. What was sort of your big first uh, movement of your company, right? Like, you start growing, you got a couple people. Like, was there a, a, a big event that kind of really helped propel you further? Is there anything that uh, anybody can learn from finding well, some big thing? Or You know, my first couple years, I, I sort of lived on an island. I didn't know mobile tech or anything really existed. You know, I was out there just kind of doing it on my own. I didn't have any training. I didn't have any detailing friends. I was just doing it. And then once I actually started coming to shows like this and meeting other people who were doing similar things and I could pick their brain and I could learn about new products and stuff like that, you know, that sort of really changes the direction if you're just starting out. To, to Even if you use it for nothing other than networking, this is a fantastic place to, to network. Yeah, but, I mean, like, as you're going, I think there's a lot of people that would hear your story and would think that there was eventually something that, if you grind long enough, do you just keep grinding and slowly build? Or do you get to a point that something, uh, you know, something big happened to you that propelled you? It could be either way, which is why I want well, you to really I, dive in. Well, I think one it. of the, the things that I started doing was buying other detailing companies. Nice. And once, once I started Silent doing job. that, 
it was instant, instant, instant. Uh, you know, I jumped 300,000 in sales. This, this past year I just bought one that's worth half a million. You know, like uh, those you kind of buy mine? <laughs> giant <laughs> propelling half moments. A Sold! <laughs> I'm out. You know, I mean, that, that, that really shoots you forward. The one I bought gave me two vans. Buffing Quinn! Another big jump in, in revenue. So, you know, there's not many detailing companies out there that buy other detailing companies. No, there's companies. not. No. Yeah. So, you know, I'm able to, to get my hands on assets and accounts and stuff like that that would have taken me a lot of time to get. And I can pick and choose the good employees. Wow, that's freaking incredible. Man, yeah. cheers to that. That's good. <laughs> well, cheers, what do you mean? Community! That's, that's good uh, community. That's good community. Um, so now you're in uh, multiple vans, right? Yep. And then you have a couple different locations. A couple of retail shops, some dealerships, some auctions. Some, so uh, why'd you go dealerships? Because there's so many detailers that they do nothing but market against people going to dealerships, but then you're now having an on-site company that's servicing dealerships. Uh, because they're idiots. <laughs> the profit margins. You heard it here first. <laughs> the, the profit margins at those sort of places are enormous. Enormous. And the only reason people don't consider it is ego. They want to be the, this boutique dealer. But you're talking about a business that will give you work no matter what, rain, snow, cold, year-round. You can have people stationed there, and they will pay you the money. Right. How much do you spend on marketing when you're at a dealership? Zero. Oh, really? really? How much do you spend on rent when you're at a dealership? Zero. <gasps> really? Wow, what a concept. Yeah. I like it. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. And so your some only of those cost on-site is supplies and labor. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Some of them don't even have to pay electricity? No. Or water? No water, no electricity. Uh, some of them replace their equipment for you. So if they have built-in equipment like pressure washers and vacuums and stuff, that's mm -hmm. their equipment. You can't take it with you, but they fix it. Yeah, so we're going to have later in one of the episodes, we have from uh, the Total Auto Solutions team, we have Cass Tucker, who's a service manager now at a Nissan dealership. And so, I mean, we, we highly recommend, we regularly talk to detailers of doing work at dealerships, right? So he's going to be on with uh, Nick from Glass Parency. I talked to him, yeah. To really dive into, because they come from the background of more of the insurance side, but a different side of the industry for dealerships of how can detailers really dive into Even a small one is worth $100,000 a year. And there's big ones that are worth a million. Yeah. You know, you're, you'd be crazy to not answer that call if they... If they come out. Oh, well, I was going to say, how do you market to them? Yeah, you got to go in there and the hard part is getting your foot in the door. Yeah. Because it's it, it, it is like stepping up to the big leagues. Like, they don't let you play unless they know you can handle that. And to, it, it's kind of the chicken and the egg thing. You have to prove to somebody you can handle it before you can get more, but you can't get the first one until you can prove to somebody you can do it. So it, it can be a little difficult to get in there if they're not actively pursuing you. But from the chemical side of it, I've seen major, major companies explode being on-site groups, 100-plus stores, 200-plus stores. I mean, and I'm talking these, the owners and the guys that are the big, I mean, the amount of revenue that they're bringing in, and it's just cream off the top. It literally is just cream right off the top. Yeah. A lot of your stuff is fixed, so you know exactly what you're going to get. Yeah. So what advice do you give guys that are trying to do that, though? Because, I mean, these dealerships aren't paying for, what, 
60, 90 days sometimes, right? How do you float? I mean, how did these detailers float that much payroll over that over time? Don't allow those terms. Get a lawyer and and you know, yeah, thirty days is thirty more, days. Yeah. Thirty days is normal. Okay, gotcha. I would expect thirty days. If yeah. they get to sixty days, I'm leaning on them, okay. and they understand. Oh wow! Like, like that soon? Yeah, you you need to pay me. Wow. You know, because they understand I've got labor. I've put out yeah, labor for right. 60 days. Exactly. Chemicals, I, I need to get paid. Mm-hmm. So, but generally, 30 days is cool. Some of them pay every week, every other week. It just depends upon the deal you work out with gotcha. them. Gotcha. But 30 days is. But is you a, can negotiate some, some. Yes. You can negotiate. There's, yeah. When they give you that hard, like, sorry, we're 30 days, corporate says we. 30 days is okay. Yeah. Cool. Right, but so you have to make sure that you can float that. That's what I'm saying. Because that, that is an important part of it. A lot of, of guys it. can't. You know, yeah. I would not talk to a dealership unless you know you can float that for 60 days. Gotcha. Cool. Because some places cut a check once a month. Right. So. Yeah, that's the way we are. I mean, yeah. you send them a statement on the first of the month, you'll get it somewhere around the 7th to the 15th of the month. Yeah. Sometimes later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Depending I mean, on your we mail, fight you with them all the time. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so we want to dive in with you, Rob. Uh, you know, we want to hear from you. We're, we're going to be on twos for, uh, for Mobile Tech. Everything is going to be give us two, right? So we want to know two reasons from you why detailers should come to Mobile Tech Expo. Well, the first one, as I said, is, is networking. Like, uh, all of the big names in detailing are here. You can meet them. It's a little more of an intimate setting than like SEMA or something like that. Where intimate. You, where you know <laughs> where people are, but you don't really get to see them. Here, everybody's in the same hotel. Everybody's at dinner and lunch together. You can actually meet some of these people that, that you've heard of. And, you know, Jason Rose, Mike Phillips, Rennie Doyle. You know, these kind of guys that are here that you can walk up to and say hello and have a conversation with that you've only seen on YouTube and, and stuff like that and, and talk to them. They'll give you ideas and, you know, to have a conversation with you. Yeah, you can't walk five feet without seeing someone. It's no. Like, you would know, you say that that is community? That would be great community. <laughs> I think my uh, silicone's uh, empty, so I might need to open up a nice old core lot there. Boy, I'm going to so go So you only got two. Oh. You're going to take them two right off the top. Oh, we're doing twos, right? You said we're doing twos. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm doing. But you only got two, so you're going to take the two right off the top. You only got me two? Bro, did you really? Did you really? Wow. Only got two. What am I going to drink after this? two more than you used to have. <laughs> well, you're going to either drink Miller Lite or Blue Moon. All right. We got oranges? We do have oranges. That'll All right, do. number it's two, nice Mr. Schroofer. Um... So number two, I would say, would just be the IDA stuff. Probably because I've been involved with it for the past seven years, but the business meetings and the education sessions and just getting to know the IDA and what it's about has really, is, is something that I've really enjoyed over the years. You know, I get to help shape the way the detailing industry is going. I've, I've had a say in a certified detailer test that thousands of detailers have taken, the level one and level two. I got to put my input in. I get, I get to, to, to say in direction of how the detailing industry is gonna move forward. And I, I think that's an important part. If you're gonna be a part of an industry, you should really know what's going on in it and, and, and help make it what it could be. So do you want to see, sorry, man, we're right in the middle. Yeah. Um, do you, so what do you want to see most out of your young apprentice? Uh, two terms. Yes. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. 
Uh, like I told him before, just pick something that's important to you and focus on that. Make sure that gets done. And, and use other people to, to help you get it done. You can't get everything done. There's a million things on the plate, as I'm sure you've learned from those exactly. meetings. But, you know, if you pick something important and go with it, you can, um, you, can you know, actually change things. Yeah. Yeah, I picked Rob's brain quite a bit prior to this presidency. So, so you want to lay out some of the things that you're thinking of? Uh, just one word, technology. One word. Oh, not two. It's funny because that was one of my focuses too. That's how the CD test got online. Yeah. I said, we're not doing paper anymore. This is the dark ages. Yeah. This has to be so online. So we're trying to figure out how to make SV to where yeah. we can do it remotely now. And then the RTs that are having to send in their paperwork. I, I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's too much work for you guys yeah. to do that. And, yeah. uh, Nobody lives in a paper world anymore. No one does world that. Anymore. So, <laughs> you know, we did, we did our SWOT analysis. And so and that was my main thing is we have to, everything needs to be technology, cloud-based. We need everything seamless. So whenever guys are, um, you know, taking their tests, you know, the RT has a tablet or whatever it is. And once those results are put in, they're immediately graded. They're immediately sent to the office and they get their packets immediately, you know? So... That'll streamline stuff and uh, really help save guys. Save the IDA money, too. Save the IDA money and also, the um, you know, we can get more SVs. I mean, some guys can't afford to come to events like this, but they truly care about what the IDA is doing and they're all about it. They just can't make it to certain events that we don't have countless amounts of yeah. CDSV, you know, testing days throughout the year. So if they can log on to their computer or whatever and on a phone and we can take tests, you know, whenever they want, you know. Or once a month we have RTs yeah. that, that hold them, you know, like that remotely. That'd be Over great. Over Skype or something yeah. like that. So that's yeah. what I'm really yeah. pushing for this year, for sure. Especially if we're going to be a global thing. Yes. You know, we're, we're international now. Yeah. I mean, our vice president is from the UK now. And that was something I really pushed for because I, we need to have an international president. Yeah, if our, you're going to be the International board. Detailing Association, yeah. you need some we international. We need someone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was super happy to have him on, on All the right. Can I, can I put you... On the spot. Ooh. Ooh I like Dad that. jokes. That was good. good. Thank you. Uh, you know, one of the big, I guess, pushbacks that we've heard in Oklahoma and which you hear from around the country in different areas is with the CD, like, people are already detailing, but yet they've got to pay to get a piece of paper that tells people that they're certified detailers. So explain a little bit to help. Some people that, you know, really trash the IDA for charging $200 for a piece of paper that goes on your wall. So the, the analogy I always use is your driving test. Like, yeah, you don't need a driver's license to drive a car, but you, you kind of you do. So like the, the CD test, the, the paper test is like your learner's permit test. You have to show you know the basic knowledge of it. To get the SV you, is your driving test. You actually have to go out there and show you can drive a car. And they're working on master's level tests too. So CD is just a step one. Anybody who details for a living should be able to pass the CD test without any problem at all. If you don't, you need to reevaluate what you're doing. You know, but the, that is just step one to build to the other tests the boat detailer test, the motorcycle detailer test, these things that they're working on that you can aspire to and earn, you know, it's just the, the, the first step. Do, do, do you need that to, to be have a successful business? No. But it's just something to show your customers that you actually have taken those extra steps to keep, to get this, and it requires that you do um, continuing education. So it, it also says I've, I spend... X amount of time, I think it's four hours a year, 
learning more about the detailing industry. To me, you know, the customers may or may not care about it, but I use it as a, as a marker for myself. What else can I do to know that I'm doing the best I can in my industry? And, and the president? Uh, I, I concur. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have said it any better. <laughs> well, you know, you're going to need to learn how to say it better. I'm going to say it just like that. <laughs> it's a freaking driver's test, all right? You need a driver's license? Absolutely not. <laughs> but if you get pulled over <laughs> and I ask you for it, you better have it. Yeah. Or insurance certificate, maybe? Yeah. Ooh. The master's is like your CDL. You know, you all gotta, right, so Mr. Me yeah. and Mr. Lobato had a little bit of an issue with the word master's detailer. Uh, well, Lobato, I don't know what they're going to call it. I don't know yeah. what they're Well, no, that's what they presented at the okay. RTs, and we were like, ooh, I don't know. And there was somebody like, well, that's the way it is in the mafia. I'm like, ooh, this isn't the mafia. So yeah. I, think, I don't I think, like I think the word master, so to speak. It just has to be difficult. Yeah. Like, even somebody like us should not be able to walk in that room, sit down, and just knock that test out of the park. Right. I it want it to, to be. be I want it to be very challenging yeah. for call, yeah. seasoned detailers. It needs to be hard. Yeah. yeah, very hard. I agree, and it needs to be written by people who are specific to that to that thing. Certain like, people write certain parts. Yeah, of the who is the best person we at know this. at correcting paint at this one and wet question. sanding? Yeah, exactly. Totally hit, get it. Hit, this is the person who needs to write that. Yep. And the cool thing is that anyone that's a member, I mean, they, they can join a certificate. The certificate you have to be a CD though, to be on the certification committee. Yeah. But people, you can be involved with the IDA at the level of being on a committee, and you can actually help with these types of programs and so forth. So, yeah. Cool. All right, Rob. It is time. Are you tipsy? Not yet. Not yet, but it's time for Rob to tab out. He's tipsy. Yeah. Oh. So, Rob, you have been endowed. <laughs> Very. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, with the challenge and the opportunity of creating the tab out question of the day. So... <laughs> At each episode we do here, the tab out question that you present, we will ask to every detailer that sits down for an episode. So, madam, it's been great community with you. Yes. Community! And uh, would love to know what the tab out question So there's of the a little discussion is. on this one, but, w but what I think I'd like to go with to see how creepy some of these people are. Is <laughs> 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 Which Disney princess would you like most to get with? Ooh. <laughs> well, since we are in, like, the house of Disney, we Orlando. In Disney. Yeah, in Orlando. Like, <laughs> everywhere you go is nothing but... Uh, but Disney, I'm going to let Mr. Patterson go first. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the one with the daughters? <laughs> the one with the daughters. But I don't have daughters? You do have two. <laughs> oh, yeah. You do. Oh, uh, yeah. You have two blondes. <laughs> oh, man. Do we have any names of them? I, mean, I don't know their names. Throw name. some names out. Well, I, no, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the movies. Like, my uh, favorite is Jasmine. Off of I just, Aladdin? I, you know, nice. Oh, yeah, from Aladdin. Yeah, that's what I was going with, too. Yeah. Aladdin, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Don't tell. Well, uh, really? Did you have a little thing like when you were a kid? <laughs> well, everyone. And, and yeah. The kid. Like, yeah. I, I like the exotic ones. Okay. I was going to say, was it the exotic Pocahontas? Pocahontas. Pocahontas. Yeah, Pocahontas. Yeah, Pocahontas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jasmine. Yeah, definitely. Let's see. Disney, D-I-S-N-E. Well, you got to Google Disney characters. You just, you have daughters. How can you not know the princesses? Yeah, there's Disney Plus I have two now. sons and I know them. Which one's your son's name? He's really into Frozen 2 right now. Oh, yeah. So, Elsa. Elsa and oh, Anna. Elsa, yeah. Anna, yeah. Ooh, what about that new one? That's right. Talking exotic. That's what about Moana. Moana. Oh, that's pretty I already, I already said old school. No, right? it's any Disney princess. Ooh. Jasmine's pretty. So. 
smoking. Jasmine, Jasmine. Jasmine. smoking hot. Everyone's gonna. <laughs> we gotta tally these up. Yeah, <laughs> Rapunzel. Rapunzel. Oh, Rapunzel interesting. Let down your hair. I always like Ariel. I'm, you know, partial to redheads. Oh, that's <laughs> yours right there, man. Mulan. 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 loves him some Mulan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Snow White. No, Snow White. No man. one's gonna pick Snow White. Snow White. <laughs> Snow White. Ooh, Ursula, Marty. Uh, Prince Philip. <laughs> Prince <laughs> Philip showed up under the princesses. You know, I I was asking people randomly last night, and someone said Fiona from Shrek. Are you kidding? Oh, <laughs> nice. That's gonna be. A good I was one. like, well, one, that's not a Disney movie, but two, that's kind of twisted, man. Okay. I didn't know there was so many. Yeah, yeah there's a, lot there's of a them. ton. I mean, that's why that's why it's such a great question. Giselle, that name sounds. Yeah, right. is a good one too. How about that ant? Yeah, look at that. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, who was the mermaid chick? The she mermaid Ursula. Her name's the mermaid, right? Who? Ariel. Ariel. Ariel's the mermaid. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Ariel. Yeah, the redhead. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when she gets her legs and she starts walking. <laughs> she around. gets her legs. <laughs> That's a good one. I just want to dive down legs. into the water, right? I mean, how badass would that be to go live underwater? Could you breathe? She lives, well, yeah. the, she lives out of the water now. She lives, yeah, she's out of the water. She's got her legs. She has legs. <laughs> well, I, I think, like, don't they, like, put some cover and, over you? And a friend who's so a lobster. Or a crab or something. Out of the water. And a flounder. I don't know. Elsa was pretty hot, though. Yeah, the blonde. Elsa was pretty hot. Cool, though. Yeah. Bella, though. Be- Belle? Belle off of Beauty and the Beast. Oh, Belle off of Beauty Belle is very pretty. Because yeah. her personality is pretty, yeah. pretty dope, yeah. And it's Emma Watson in the real movie. Beauty and the Beast is my uh, Cinderella's hard to beat, actually. I mean... Cinderella's uh, hard to be. Cliche. Uh, yeah. The blonde, Cinderella, yeah. Like I, li- monster I, like, shoes. I like the exotic ones. Yeah. Mulan's good. I forgot Who's about Mulan. Who's gonna go with Tinkerbell? Right? Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell. The freak. <laughs> the one that you want. Yeah. Go with the weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying to, we're, the we're trying to flush out the weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that comes up and wants to go to the midget wrestling strippers. Exactly. Uh, he's gonna <laughs> pick. Someone want to? Like, yes. Yeah. We were so like, we want to go see. I want to go see midget strippers. Like what? First I think because we were in Vegas. Yeah, were you in Vegas? Because yeah, that's available. Vegas. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, appreciate it, man. Great yeah. question. Give us uh, give us your social handle. Where do people find you? Um, Rob Schrufer on Facebook. Uh, you know, now that I'm older, I don't have all the new hip social media. But Rob at On Spot Detailing. You know, you can always email me there if you have any questions or you know are looking for some help with anything. I'm I'm always open to answering questions. You're very very helpful too. Cool, man. We appreciate your time, bro. Thanks yes, for stopping sir. in. Thank Thanks for, for all your me, service guys, at the IDA. Thanks, finishing guys. up your final year. <laughs> and uh, one last community. 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 <laughs>